0: Welcome to KNUK's Kind To Your Mind podcast. There's power in talking, and here in this safe space, we talk openly about wellbeing in all its forms. (laughs) Hi, I'm Blee. And I'm Emma. And this episode is all about pride. We're joined by Adam, who explains why pride is so important what it means to him, as well as sharing his journey as a gay man. We also discussed that despite some barriers being broken down over the last 10 years, there is still plenty of work to do for us to become a truly inclusive society.
1: As always, there is plenty of valuable insight to take in, so sit back and enjoy.
0: What does pride mean to you, Adam? Pride means
2: to me it's a celebration of inclusivity, being accepted in the world, and also, you know, challenging the, the people and potentially the things that go against us really um you know pride is a very new thing i think it's really developed within the last 10 years or so where it's more of a an open celebration now as opposed to a closed off event where where it was only kind of like lgbt people that went to it really whereas nowadays it's open to everybody where you know it's a big family celebration everybody comes and just celebrates diversity as a whole really whether or not you're part of the lgbt community at all that is the focus point of it but you know everybody everybody comes along and it's just one big party
1: yeah, I think as well nowadays, certainly like with with myself and my daughter, she kind of just sees it as like the norm. You know, yeah. we, she understands that we, you know, we had a couple of neighbours that that were gay, they were married, and it was a completely normal thing for her, and we would go to pride and celebrate, and and she just sees it as like another great celebration. So it kind of brings it into their lives as just a normal thing you know it's it's nothing that should be kind of like how it was taboo in the past and it wasn't talked about and things like that now it's kind of like educating the younger generation to go hey this is just normal love is love and everybody is welcome to celebrate freely their own um sexuality their own beliefs everything really so I think it's
2: really good and Uh, I think I think it's really refreshing to feel that it's naturally going that way as opposed to there's a big drive to be like, we need to be more inclusive, blah, blah, blah. I think naturally it's becoming more wide open and stuff and more accepting of things. And yes, I think we've still got a long way to go. You know, I think there's, there's pockets of setbacks every now and again, I think, which, which is everything of, you know, any, any faith, religion or any cause, there will be setbacks because there will be a minority of people that disagree with things or something like that. But I think from 10 years ago, I think it's definitely a much more widely accepted part of part of life, really. And that's all it is. It's just that we are just slightly different, but we are all the same people, really.
1: Yeah. And, and talking about acceptance, could I ask what your acceptance journey has been like for you?
2: Yeah, so I think as younger, so back in school, I think we was probably a on the cusp of it being more widely recognised and it was kinda like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't out to many people at school. Um, uh, my close friends knew obviously. Um, but yeah, it wasn't really quite something of wide knowledge. Then when I first went into employment as well, I was kinda I was kinda closed off from that personal life because I didn't know how it would be perceived because I was in a quite male predominant orientated, orientated you know, place it wasn't really like a a subject that came up very often and stuff like that so I think when I moved to a more diverse environment I think that's when it was kind of like okay this is where I can start to talk about my personal life now and I think I think as a gay person it's always difficult because the amount of times or however time how many times you move into the new role you'd you'd always have a a sense of having to come out to people because some people assume that you're straight or something and then you'd have to either correct them or just go along with it so it's kind of it would always be that reoccurring cycle if you move jobs and stuff but I think as you get older it kind of gets easier for you and you can't change who you are so you just you just have to go this is me if, you, if, you, if you're happy with it then that's fine but if not then we'll just move on but I think it's something I that's definitely got easier as i got older
0: yeah. Does it tend to be a source of anxiety, especially when you're younger? I assume it. One hundred percent,
2: yeah. Because it's it's kind of like the unknown, and I think anything with the unknown is like, well, how is somebody going to uh, perceive this or you know react to this situation now? And are people going to see you in a different light? Um, you know, and that's and that's probably the thing that always worries me because I I, I wouldn't I've not necessarily changed that person or you know i've changed for that person it's this is you know this is me Monday to friday x y z and just because you know that bit of information now it's not, not it's not going to change the situation on my behalf and i hope it wouldn't on their behalf as well
0: have you ever had any sort of dodgy reactions for the one of a better phrase
2: yeah so absolutely so in the in the in the lgbt world it's kind of like I Emma, mean, you probably would know this more than than anybody because you work quite closely with me but on first impressions sometimes people say I I wouldn't I wouldn't have never guessed because I'm not like flamboyant or anything you know there's times where I can be you know a couple of bottles of Prosecco and I could be (laughs) Tina Turner for anybody (laughs) (laughs) but um you know and it's kind of like yeah I'm not really flamboyant or anything like that so when I did come out to my friends at school um I had like, you know, I was into, I'm into sports and everything and I used to play for a football team. I lost loads of those friends because they were quite immature and naive at the time and they were like, oh, you're not part of this football team anymore, blah, blah. So it's quite a shame really. And, you know, it's quite Mm -hmm. difficult when you were younger because I'm no different. It's just, you just know that bit of information about me now. It it doesn't change that I can still play football or I'm into sports and stuff like that. And I think it's it's a shame when, when that information gets passed or is is made aware of that some people's perception changes
1: Mm, yeah that's that's really sad to hear um but I guess that is probably something that happens quite quite common for people but you know hopefully moving forwards as you know we celebrate pride and raise more and more awareness of inclusivity this is something that will hopefully you know diminish over time so would you what What barrier breakdowns have you kind of seen happen? What have you witnessed in your time? Has has there been anything where you can say, yeah, that's a real positive shift and change?
2: Um, So I think um, the Marriage Equality Act 2013 was a real big, you know, real big change. I think before, you know, looking back now and the younger generation uh, to come would would not recognise that there wasn't a time where two people could just not get married because it wasn't legally binding. And I think when that was introduced in 2013, it kind of almost stopped us being second class. Yeah. And we were almost equal to anybody else because we have the same rights and everything. And we just need the uh, other 49 countries throughout the world to catch up where it is still illegal Um, to be like, it's, it's, it's not actually something to be illegal of, you know, it's really quite shocking that there's 49 countries in the world where, you know, you can't, you can't be gay.
1: I know it just seems absolutely ludicrous doesn't it
0: yeah Mm. has there been anything almost since 2013 because you did mention at the start that stuff does sometimes still go against you is there anything that maybe sticks out as a sort of not a step back but you know a bit of a roadblock since that year
2: um I'd probably say sometimes like within work uh you'd probably question yourself to as as a more of a personal note to be like am I am I Able to be in the role that I am because of the person I am. um You know, I think that's gone through my mind in the past. You know, should I be in a, a position of trust or you know, X Y Z? Because not that I'm, I'm a gay man, but you know, it's just it is the correct role model for for the role and stuff like that. So those thoughts do go through your mind and stuff, but I think personal life and work life is 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 almost two different things. And you know, if you've got a job to do, you've just got a job to do, haven't you? And I
1: what would you say to people if they said to you, oh, you know, I want to come and work at Coon and Nagler. is there anything that you would sort of put forward to them about how you feel as a gay man? You know, I generally, it was, it was quite
2: groundbreaking
1: when I think we
2: had our first Pride Town Hall last year. Yes. Where it was held and it was just in June and I was like, that's startling to think that as a company as this size and, you know, throughout the world that. We, we, we recognize these these events and whether if it's a religious event or, you know, um an event that is, you know, really close to me with pride, I was I was just like, this is this is a good company, this is, because they've recognised that it's something that is, you know, in loads of people's lives, whether if it's direct or indirect, you know, it's it's just fantastic that Nagle would put put that on. And it's you know, it's really refreshing to think that they recognize that it's something that we need to be aware of as a as a human as opposed to a business Mm -hmm. now i think i think it's really good that they promote that really really good
0: on a slightly more almost selfish note i guess how can i be a better ally because i'm open i feel like i'm not at all you know i've got a fairly open mind i like to do this i like to learn from everybody but i'm always aware there's more i could do so how could i be a better ally so i'd probably say
2: You know, I think my biggest ally is my best friend. And I'm not going to name his name because he works Mm. for KN. (laughs) But you know, he he just doesn't see that barrier. He just sees me as a friend. And there's no awkwardness or anything like that. And, you know, whatever I'm doing, he'll champion it. And, you know, vice versa. And he'll be like, you know, I spoke to him this morning about this podcast. And he goes, you know, fantastic. Absolutely. Best thing you could ever do. Um, and he goes, and I'll support you with whatever whatever you want to do, 100%. Um, you know, And I think that is just, that's all I would personally look for in an ally is to be like, I just just want a friend. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing, people younger that I was just friends with are no longer friends with me because of the situation and the, the perception of changed uh, their mindset. And I'm like, well, I just want it. I just want to, a mate or a friend to just have a chat with, go out or, you know, do whatever on on a level where we're just two people. And, you know, I think that is what anybody will really want, really. It's like me and Emma going for a drink or me and you going for a drink. It'd be just no different. And we can just talk about any topic, anything at all. And that's, that's what an ally is, really, I think.
0: And how is it you're going to be celebrating Pride? Are you, I assume you'll be attending the... the oh, uh... Well, unfortunately, <laughs>
2: unfortunately no i'm i'm of the age namely where three-day parties are gone of the days and <laughs> i used to go on, <laughs> i used to go on a friday i'll go to uh, my friends. i'll see you on monday if i make it back <laughs> we'll just party your weekend because it was you know it was such a fun experience we would go to the day event we'll see all the parades go on the, the the fair there and then you know we'll have like vip access to, <laughs> to the clubs there but <laughs> now i'll probably be doing a bloody marathon or something now that my, my my shift has changed and i've heavily gone into my running and fitness again so yeah probably probably doing a run rather than running to pride
0: you would be there supporting you would be supporting spirit though yeah
2: absolutely i'll still be running i'll be still running the month of may my pride outfit <laughs> i've got my pride socks running top of everything so i think it's just you know, a really a really happy time of the year i think it kind of we, we celebrate the good in people and the celebration is also a really good marking point for the the trials and tribulations of what you know the, the lgbt community has come through and people quite a lot of people go well why do you have pride what what is why do you need to celebrate it and for a time, I, I actually asked that same question until you, you kind of like understand and realize, and you know, just the everyday things of like when I go out with my partner, I'm conscious. Uh, you know, I have a consciousness about me to be like, you can't hold hands. You don't hold hands out in public if you're in a supermarket or something, and we we kind of like brush past each other. It's kind of like, is anybody watching? So it's kind of like pride is to to celebrate. We actually are just as good as anybody else we're together with who we love it's that's all it is because it's that stigma of being cautious being out in public is is what i want to try and eradicate because it's like well if if i do want to hold my partner's hand i want to if i i just want to say i love you in public it would be it would be nice to know that it's a safe space and i can say that as opposed to either worrying about it or looking around first to be like, is there anybody that's going to mm. take offence or, or something like that? And I think that's why, that's why we have pride, mm. to demonstrate that love wins.
1: Absolutely. I,
0: I can imagine it could be quite draining, some of that constantly constantly sort of being conscious of it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really every day every day that is every day hmm. even at home even like in our, you know we own our house together and i think we're quite fortunate of where we live was the road i grew up on so we know all the neighbours they know all they know us so it's kind of like if we if we move to another area or a house outside of this safe space is how are the neighbours going to react or however, the, the new people going to re- react to if we move into somebody where they're not—they're not so accepting. It's
0: mm. you know, quite a that's, powerful, quite a powerful point, really. I hadn't considered it had such a almost impact on your life when it shouldn't have, because, like you say, you're just existing <laughs> with the yeah. person you love. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you very much, Adam. Thank you for your time. Um, it's been really. Good to hear some of your story and hear why pride's so important. And like I say, it's quite powerful to hear that it is, you know, really important. I haven't considered some of those points that you um, you raised. So thank you very much. Thanks,
2: guys. Thank you. I really thank you, cheered up my Friday. Happy Pride. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening we really hope you enjoyed this episode this is just a very quick reminder that if you want to get involved in a future episode of this podcast then you can do by emailing uk.wellbeing at kuna-nagel.com and we'll be in touch to arrange a recording thank you very much and i hope you have a good day